Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. At the valley this morning, lads are working on shape. By the way, there's a collector's item here. Chris Brown, world-class goal. In that goal, the Jimmy Seed stand... One of the best goals of all time, someone said. I would say your, I would say your career, <laughs> not of all time. Come on. We'll get, I'm going to send Matty the video. Mike Bassett this week. Mike, Mike Bassett. <laughs> Dave, Dave. You went in so confident as well with a clap. <laughs> We've got a Dave. lot of crazy gang stuff, haven't they? Yeah. Like the proper... There's heard so many stories of even lads that have been managed by him. An, an absolute... Football legend, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Everybody knows Harry Bassett, doesn't they? Oh, we've got a winner as well from our uh, new subscriber right. shirt competition. So we'll have that in the outro. Right, uh, let's get him in. Dave, Harry, Mike, Bassett. Dave, thanks for joining us. Oh, Pleasure. Or oh, oh, do we go with Harry? Dave, what, what was it when? Do you remember John? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, John, yeah, in the youth team and that. Yeah, yeah, I remember John. Big centre forward. He was, uh, you know, one one of the boys who was going to be the golden generation. He didn't quite get there, but he was not far <laughs> off. <laughs> Injury. Do you remember? I, I was going to go to uh, FF Yarrow, I think it were, in Finland, was it? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Would you not me? go? That's, that's how much he fancied us. He want to send me to fucking Finland. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> was, major players went to Sweden and Finland and uh, Norway, you know, I sent. You know, it's great experience out there and it, you know, makes you different. You're, you're in the first team every week. Tough enough. You're better, better than that being in, other than in the reserves and that. I mean, at Wimbledon, Dennis Wise, Glenn Hodges, Corky, you know, they all went out there and played for us. And, and Vinny went out, they'll put, you know, before he even signed for us. Yeah. You know, when he I signed him from Wildstone and signed him, I said, no, now fuck off to Sweden until, the, <laughs> um, until August and come back. And uh, he thought he was going to get in the team, didn't he, as soon as he come back. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just have contacts over there? You could ring up and yeah, say, I've yeah, got well, a young I know Roy, I know Roy Hodgson well. Roy used to, and uh, you know, and, and all all of them did well. They all did well for me, you know, over there. None of them messed about, and you know, they've still got uh, relationships there now. No, it's been, it's been good. Go, for, John? 
No, I'll go in, but I, I need an operation on my groins. Oh, right. As if I'd refused to go. <laughs> no, no, 17, 18, fuck that. No, no you'd have a great time. Yeah, I, wish, I wish I'd have, I wish I'd wish have gone, gone, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have got injured, so I couldn't. Yeah. Where does Harry come from? It's my old man's name, really. He was he was Harry Harold. And um, when I was at school, there was a lot of Daves in in the, you know in the senior sort of school. And one of my mates, Tony, he just started Harrying me. You hear me? And I became Harry, and uh, you know, and it just sort of stuck with me. I mean, it was good for you know Wimbledon loved it because you know it was the time Clint Eastwood and Dirty Dirty Harry and that. So when we've beaten Liverpool up or beaten uh, the Spurs up, particularly, you know, it was Clint Eastwood and me there with the guns firing <laughs> <laughs> and that. So you know, the the, the press call, uh, called it me. The funny part was when I was at, at Southampton with Harry Redknapp. There was a couple of times somebody said Harry, and I spoke up. He said, "Fuck off." It's were you at Chelsea when you were yeah I was was released at Chelsea yeah went to Augsburg and played in a youth tournament and everything else and that was one of my first uh, interesting things we played this uh, Italian side and I I pulled out of a tackle and Ronnie Harris said you ever pull out of a fucking tackle again I'll kill you and so I thought (laughs) I ain't pulling out of any more tackles (laughs) (laughs) so you just go on to play Part time. Yeah, that. yeah. I went to Hayes. I went and played there, and I was in the team at seventeen, and 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 doing well, scoring goals, and so it was great. I was like first team football, playing against men, and I learned a lot there, you know, with Hayes. And then during that time, you know, Watford came for me when I was twenty, and they, I went there on trial. Uh, but when they he offered me terms, but. I was earning more than they were offering me because I, okay. I was working for an insurance company. I had a car, I had a cheap mortgage, and I, I thought, well, if I, you know, if it was a big club, Watford were in the third division south yeah. sort of thing at that time, um, I just thought, no, nah, I'm not sure it's for me, you and me. And I also, I, I sussed a little bit. I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm not really going to be bought by Leeds United or Manchester United or Chelsea, you know, I was, I knew my limitations to an extreme. Yeah. I was decent and that, but, uh, yeah, but I, I made a mistake. I, I left the Watford and joined Hendon who were the top, you know, non-league side at that time. And, um, I missed out playing at Wembley because what happened is in the quarter, no, it wasn't the quarter, uh, yeah, was it the quarterfinals round? Yeah, no, it was, yeah, we beat Wickham. I didn't play, I had the flu, but Jimmy Quayle, who was a really good player, he played for him and he broke his leg. So I was playing on the Tuesday and I thought on the Sunday I'd go out and have a little game with my mates and, you know, keep fitness up and I broke my bloody leg, didn't I, on the Sunday? So both of us missed the final at Wembley, so I missed my plan at Wembley. Who gave us Sunday League? Yeah, Sunday League with a mate. <laughs> a, you know, just, I just, I, was so, I mean, thick really, you know, you're just thinking, hold on, I shouldn't be doing this. You weren't meant to, because I didn't play every week for him, but yeah, he yeah. just said, you want to play, you know, you, you, I was just getting over the flu and I thought, yeah, they'd run out, you know, and then of course it worked against me. What kind of player were you? Did you get stuck in? Yeah, I was up, I was more up front in the early days in those, you know, for Hayes when I scored goals, I scored about 27 one year, you know, and uh, I was quite quick in that and, you know, I wasn't the best finisher. I, I took a, a couple, you know, to, to finish. Um, but, yeah, I, I've dubbed there. But then when I, when I broke my leg and I didn't play for 18 months and I went back to Hayes 
and that got in the team. And then, and I, I was then playing midfield. When after a broken leg, I ended up going back to midfield. I was playing either, you know, an attacking midfield player or sort of holding. Uh, you know, I, I just sat in there holding and kicked shit out of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> when you went to Wimbledon, am I right in saying you won the league three years on the trot? Yeah, that's right. Well, what, what happened is uh, Alan Batsford, after we won the Amateur Cup, um, uh, the, we, I stayed another year, but we lost our two strikers to Hendon, who paid more money, and we got knocked out in the quarterfinals. Then Alan Batsford went to Wimbledon. He was asked to go to Wimbledon, and he asked me and four other players to go to Wimbledon with him and that to join up with the others. And, yeah, it worked out. You know, we, we, with a small squad, uh, you know, we won the championship three years on the trot. The first year, we... We knocked Burnley out the FA Cup in the third round. We won one nil up there, Leighton James and uh, that mob. And then we had the draw at Ellen Road, where I give a penalty away. And uh, I was delirious. Fucking Eddie Gray went past me. I was convinced he hadn't. I had a, <laughs> <laughs> I had a row with a fucking referee, didn't I? I said to him, "Yeah, you need spec savers." Well, they weren't spec savers then. It was, you know, he tested his eyesight. He said, "You got a telly?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "I said you watch you, you. I suggest you watch it tonight." He said, "Because I think you'll find it was a penalty." Dead rang Eddie came in. I just kicked him in the shin. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, uh, Dicky uh, saved the penalty, so he was the hero. It made yeah. him. And then we lost one 0 in the replay. Forty nine thousand at Crystal Palace. Uh, Johnny Giles shot. It came off my knee. I've tried. Didn't get. Dicky shouted, "Keeper!" I've tried to move out quick, and it's just caught me on the knee and deflected past him. So it was good. They were a fucking good side. They were. Yeah. Must have been frustrating back then, winning the league, and because you had to get voted in. Yeah, you couldn't get promoted in. So Ron Nodes, who, who became the chairman, I knew he was running a team called Southall, and uh, Wimbledon was struggling. And I said to Ron, "Why don't you come and have a word with Bernie? You know, step up from where you want." He was ambitious, so he set up and he joined us halfway through the second season. You know, when we won it, and then what he did is he went round the country. You know, uh, you know, getting votes from other clubs. So you had to get votes from other clubs to get promoted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, even if you won the league. Yeah, oh yeah, you won, won the it. conference. And, but yeah, yeah, three years on the trot, we won it. You so know, going round campaigning. Pump. Going round campaigning. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he campaigned, and that, yeah, it? we got in. Southport got kicked out. I think it was at the time. <laughs> Ruthless, isn't it? <laughs> Is it just like schmoozing? Yeah, well, it didn't happen very often. I mean, if we hadn't have won the league three years on the trot, it wouldn't yeah. be like it was now. You know, Put yourself in good stead. I can't that, believe some of the crowds that you were playing in front of, for, for like non-league football. Yeah, well, well Walton and Ursham, you know, uh, they weren't, uh, we had used to get three, three and a half. Wimbledon was low, but when we had the good games, there was six or seven or 8,000 there. I mean, as I say, with the cup run, I mean, that was brilliant. The, with the, with the leads that made it, you know. Yeah. Um, and as I say, we we got into the league, but we were getting all old then. At that, I was going to say, how old were you when you no, you I finally thought, made your your uh, league debut? I think it was about thirty three or something like that. Right. Yeah. You know, and we were part time as well, but we we had a good side. We had some good players. You know, the, we, we were you know we knew what we were doing. You know, we when we played Leeds, we 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 had some. You know, me and Selwyn Rice and Ian Cook in midfield. We didn't have no shit from anybody. You know, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Rice Billy Bremner did Ricey lovely just as he shot. You know, see uh, <laughs> it. He's got you, Selwyn. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? It was, it was funny there because there was a row, wasn't there? And 
everybody thought you know it was there. And Johnny Giles come out up, and he was he was having a mouth. And I said, oh, "Fuck off! What do you know?" And I poked him straight in the eye. <laughs> he went fucking Gary, didn't he? I didn't. I, I, I wish I could have said I meant to do it, but I didn't. It was one of those, and everybody thought I'd done him. You know, a, a bit of credence, you know. But you know, we. I mean, now when you see the tackling and compared with uh, uh, what was going on in those days, you played a inte- massive integral part in the the birth of Wimbledon, well, within the rise. You've got the owners in, yeah. you're playing in the promotion year, first year in the league, and then... Well, obviously the three, I played all the, all the three years we won the championship, and then what happened is, you know, well, after that Swansea game, Alan Batsford at Christmas uh, uh, resigned, and to be fair, Ron offered me the job then. Yep, and, uh, but I said, look, I want to, uh, you know, I've got my coaching badges and that. I said, I'd like to, but I said, I'm, you know, not I'm ready. not experienced enough. You know, I'm part-time, I'm not full-time. And he said, well, I'm, I'm going to appoint Dario as manager, he said. I said, all right. He said, well, I'll have a word with him and see if he's prepared to work with you as assistant manager. How's that? So I said, yeah, if he's, if he's prepared. But no, he was good. And I, it was a great three years. Dario kept us up that year. He got promoted the following year. Then he got relegated. And then halfway through the next season, I became manager. That season in 1981, when I took over, Ron, pa- Ron Nodes then went to Crystal Palace. He bought Crystal Palace. Yeah. He bought Crystal Palace and left Sam a man at Wimbledon. And um, I got promoted to manager and Dario went to the Palace. Well, I don't know whose idea it was that City and Chelsea would be a feisty game. <laughs> With VAR and all, like, he's surely thinking there's a chance of a red in there. We said there'd be a red card between City and Chelsea and, well... There wasn't. There should have been, but there wasn't. So, <laughs> well, congratulations. Which tackle are you meaning? <laughs> congratulations, everyone who took up the Fair Play bet. Huge thanks once again to Fair Play for sponsoring the series. You've been enjoying it? Yeah, very much so. Yes, agreed. It was last week, wasn't it, but... We had our fivers on who'd lose the most weight this week. Well, we didn't really. I didn't have my fiver on. No you proved yourself I, out no, early. I, but I, I you confident. kept a, No, you weren't because you went on holiday. I know. Well, if you were, you were wrongly confident. So we had a weigh-in earlier. And uh, Christopher, congratulations. You are £10 richer. But only a pound lower. And John, <laughs> you are also £10 richer. Just round me ass. <laughs> <laughs> So this week we're going to play at the All Strengths. We've got a live show Friday. Yeah, we have. Who can drink? And I'm shit at this one. Who can drink a pint? We're going to have to film this. Yeah, we're going to have to. The quickest. Pint challenge. It'll be a slow race, but a good race. Never been a close race. So yeah, five If you've not already got uh, involved with the fair play, just bet with your mates. No bookies. Bit of fun with your mates. Like we've just done. I bet you're five racking down a pint quicker than you. But then... If you're playing golf, I think it's perfect. Game of FIFA. Mm, quick, yeah. Just, it's just all about having a bit of uh, competitive And, and fair play don't take no uh, commission, does no, it? No commission whatsoever. You put a five in a piece and it, the tenor's coming out one way or other. Mm. And we've got our cosh bet. It's international week, isn't it? What are we betting, Chris? All the British nations yep. remain so. unbeaten. So we've got Northern Ireland. I don't know who they're playing. Scotland, Wales, England. So we're saying unbeaten. None of them are going to lose. None of them are going none to lose. None of them are going to lose. Ooh, so a fiver on none of the British teams to lose. Teams, keep changing yeah. your voice in this intro, in yeah. this advert, Chris. And, yeah. your, and your technique. I had a little yeah. fiver. We might hear how many different voices I can get. <laughs> <in the screen. laughs>
<laughs> but no, please, please do gamble responsibly. It's just a little bit of fun, and you've got to be over eighteen yeah. to play. Yeah. So if you're not already involved, just download the Fair Play app. Use the code Kosh, and then you'll get our bets sent to you. And then you can have a bet with your mates as well. So yeah. when did you decide that it was maybe time to to put your own stamp on in terms of a direct football? Get it all the, pitch the Wimbledon way. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, but yeah, it was was that? Year, well, the year we got after we got relegated, I, I, I went to the World Cup and you know in uh, uh, where where I forget where it was. Anyway, I'd seen somebody playing with a sweeper and I liked it. And we yeah. we were top of the league, but we we were. I wasn't convinced. You with me? You know. And, and and I'm thinking, you know, I was brought up on direct football to be. Alan Batsford was direct, and and I thought, no, you know, I've got to do it. And uh, we lost a couple of games. Anyway, I, I we had a fortnight break, and I I decided we were going to change. We were going to go four, two, four, or four, two, three. Four or whatever it is, you know, to get in. We was going, no, man. We no went. We were decent. We were, yeah. we, were go, we were going basically man for man. Yeah. If you were the right winger, you had to win your battle against your left back. If the right back can't cope, fuck him, we'll get someone else. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, that, that team that got us out of the... We won the fourth division championship. Well, we, we, we were there. We ended up and I said we were going to change. Wally and Odds didn't want to play the way I wanted to play. They were anti it. I was going to say, were there any pushback? Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Uh, but, they, you know, to be fair to them, they got on with it. Did they, you do shape and stuff on the... On the training pitches, how you wanted to play? Yeah, get out yeah, the full yeah. Backs. Oh, I did shape every day, nearly. Yeah, yeah. Just drill, were, it, drill it into the players. Pump. Just drill it into the players. Exactly. Drill, yeah. How, oh, yeah. They were drilled. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, there was no messing. I mean, you know, I mean, off the field we could have a laugh, but when we was working, they didn't fuck about then. If they knew I had the ump, you know. <laughs> I mean, like Frenchie coming, he's got the bastard head on. Don't upset him. This <laughs> <laughs> so, is Frenchie. Yeah, and call, call it Frenchie the physio. Derek French physio. Yeah. Yeah, physio and that Frenchie. And then Corky used to be when he do, come on, lads, come on, lads, we've been running round the windmill because I sometimes used to send them <laughs> off on a three-mile run if they if they got me up. Go on, fuck off, see you. <laughs> fuck off to the windmill. And, and of course, Corky and Wally and people who hated running and Hodges, they used to have the raving up, didn't they? The ones who were good runners just went off, didn't they? Uh, and that, yeah. On the on Derek French, so you had French physio from right from the start, didn't you? Yeah, well, he, uh, he he we got him. He was recommended. He was at Barnet actually. We had a fella called Owen Harris who was the physio there, but Owen had his own business and he found that he you know was getting it with the travelling and everything else because he was like part time and that he'd been that and um, yeah, but you know a pal of mine knew about Frenchie, uh, who was a good mate of Vinnie Jones's, funny yeah. enough, and. Um, we took him there, and he's a character, Frenchie. He's fast and quick, and you know he, he, he's you know he's, his, he's his quote is he speaking of you. He did say I was the best signing he ever made, but he also called me an insignificant little turd. <laughs> that about sums him up. <laughs> yeah, that about sums him up. I mean, he was, he was brilliant, Frenchy, like the, the thing, you know, he had a machine, you know, like it was an ultrasound and he talked to, he used to talk to the players and convince them, yeah, you'll be all right with this ultrasound. <laughs> and half the time it wasn't even on. <laughs> <laughs> he was just rubbing it, yeah, you go, oh, I feel much better. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very astute. 
shoot and that, and, <laughs> and very sharp, you know, and that. And uh, he he could banter as well. Yeah, you know. he did have a little crap. And that, so yeah, so uh, you know, basically, yeah, we did a lot of shape. I, I worked them, you know, uh, uh, the, the players and set plays. You know, we were brilliant at set plays. I mean, how did you even find some of these players? I didn't even realise Nigel Winterburn was at Wimbledon. Yeah, I mean, he was a he was a f free transfer from Birmingham. I met my, Nigel, you know, on the A40 near London. I got out, shook hands. It was the wettest fucking hand I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought this is one of my crunching left backs. Is it fucking roll on? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you mean so you meant? Wet as in soft, not soft, yeah, just yeah, washed yeah, his yeah. hands. Yeah, <laughs> weak, yeah, you know. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a firm, you know, he was always a firm handshake. Nigel's was... Uh, and anyway, he, he, came, he, came, he came in and trained with us. Anyway, what happened is Gagey was playing left back. If I moved Gagey to left back, um, he, he, he was right-footed. He could do it, you with me? Um, anyway, we were playing Chelsea that night. Anyway, Gagey's got a little... Uh, you know, problem with his leg and Frenchy said, oh, yeah, I'll take him off, Harry. And, you know, I thought, yeah, we've got the game Saturday, take him off. So I thought, I'll throw Nigel on, let's see what he does. Well, you know, nothing for a few minutes and all of a sudden he's picked the ball up and he's fucking slung it about 50 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Did I see what I saw? And that, and yeah, then all of a sudden Phil Driver, who, who was, um, who was it playing for them? We'd sold him to Chelsea and that and everything else. Quick, all of a sudden he's gone. I thought, this is interesting. Nigel's glided up, took the ball for him, no problems at all. Then all of a sudden he's he's gone into a crunching tackle with Kerry Dixon, you know, and got up and poked him. And uh, I thought, fucking hell, what's happened here? You know, <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, he was he was there. Anyway, he played that Saturday. He was player of the season for the four seasons he was there. Absolutely brilliant, yeah. Left back, yeah. But if you had your way, you'd have sold him after the handshake. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'd sent him back. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good lad as well, Nigel. Yeah, I mean that side. You know, if we come to later in the, you know, in the in the in the top division, you know, uh, was unbelievable. But uh, but as I say, we that we, you know, that was Nigel joined us in the. We'd won the fourth division championship. He came the the following season when we got promoted with the on the you know with Oxford in the third division at that time. And there were some good sides around then. We'd, you know, we'd matured, you know. I mean, you know, a lot of our players had played well over 100 games, you know, even though they were still only 21 or 22. And they, we had a great spirit as well. And that off the park and that, they used to go out. I mean, they used to meet up midweek and go and have a, you know, down the pub and do do the business and, you know, go pulling birds or whatever they were doing. Were you happy with that? Because obviously you you made this this... Yeah, I made the, it. The crazy gang yeah, and yeah, everything yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. We made it, you know, we, it was, it was, I wanted them to enjoy themselves because our facilities and all that want the best in the world. All about togetherness. You're happy for them to go out yeah, and yeah, yeah. cause you're, a bit of trouble. You're, you're past the t team. You know, I mean, you're telling them to be careful. You you know, one or two things got a bit close on one or two occasions, <laughs> but, you know, because we had a few nutters. You know, Wally Downs was a nutter and, you know, Mark Morris when he was on his go and Odge could be... Um, that you know, and uh, and yeah, did it go too far sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I heard it did a few times. We had to, uh, <laughs> you just turn a blind eye. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You have to sort of thing. You, <laughs> you know, you got to. But, but 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 I was brought up in non-league, see, and we we, we, had, we had a good laugh. I <laughs> I wanted to laugh after that. You know, I enjoyed it. You know, have a beer. We go out and you know play hard. You know, live good. You know, good. And the the players were. 
were, were good. They were good together. They built a spirit. They were all for one. You know, they were in, in there. And uh, they were characters. So I was lucky, you know, uh, you know, that there was plenty who had, you know, knew what they wanted. Besant was good, you know. Downs was a terrific, you know, he's a good coach and, you know, knew what he was doing. Bright as a button, Wally. Hodges knew what he was doing, a good player. Corky knew, you know. They were all quite bright, you know, and Winterburn was quiet, but he knew what he was doing. Again, before we got up, I mean, I don't know if you first of all, we, we got out of the third division, okay, and... Um, my contract was up and Sam was being a bit awkward with me and Ron Nodes came and offered me the Palace job. And Ron convinced me, because I'd known Ron, I used to go to school with his brother and Ron ran a youth side that I used to play in at that time. I mean, I wasn't buddy-buddy with Ron, but I knew him and he'd been at Wimbledon and, you know, I'd got him to Wimbledon via Southall. He went to Palace and he convinced me Palace was better equipped, bigger crowds, a bit more money. Not that he was offering me much more money. <laughs> uh, I think he did thought I just didn't deserve it. But I, I accepted it and then I went away and I, that night I, I was, uh, well, I went to a dinner, the football writers, and a few people said, Harry, what are you doing? You and Nosey will fall out in no time at all, you know, which I wouldn't have done because I knew how to handle Ron to some extent. And then I woke up and I thought, no, I don't want to. I think I've got a good side here. <laughs> had you signed the contract? Like yeah, well, no, I hadn't signed the contract, you know. But had it been, like, released in the press or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, it, was there, going... it was there on a Saturday morning and I was going there. But the door was still open. Sam never forgave me for going, you did, know. So did you ring Sam up and say, oh, do you know what? Yeah, Can yeah, well, well, as Stanley Reid, who was uh, and that, uh, the chairman, sort of was there... Uh, and, um, you know, I just said, no, I, I want to, you know. Yeah. And I just rang uh, Stanley in the morning. I said, look, I'm, I've got second doubts. I don't really want to go to Palace. You know, do you still want me back at Wimbledon? He said, of course we do. You know, we haven't got a manager. And and it was the best thing I did because our team was good. And the Palace team weren't very good at all. They had a lot of older players, Jim Cannon. Uh, you know, they were all, uh, you know, they were all OK, but they weren't going to buy into what I wanted yeah. to do. Did the relationship with Summerman change from that point? No, not really. He was still okay, but he never forgave me. You know, right. I mean, I still speak to him now. He's in Lebanon, you know, and uh, I mean, you know, he never paid me fuck all, really. <laughs> <laughs> I made him a multi-millionaire what he, with uh, with that team. Yeah. How know, was the conversation with Ron Nords when you had to? When you said that you didn't like, fancy To be it. fair, they, they all, all the press, everybody thought Ron had done something to upset me and he hadn't. He, I just said, Ron, no, I've, I've made a mistake. You've convinced me. Because it was you, I thought, yeah, it's gone. I thought, I just don't feel right. I don't feel it's right for me. You know, I said, it'd be wrong for me to come and I don't want to come. And he was all right. And I tried to say it to the press, but they all thought that Ron had done something. Yeah. But it turned out right because Stevie Coppel went there and that worked yeah. out well for him. Just going back to that crazy gang mentality, was that by design from you? Did yeah, you, did yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Did you sign lunatics? No, not, not really. I knew I wanted people with characters. I mean, you know, when I was in that Walton team and then when I come to Wimbledon, you know, with Dickie Guy and all that, you know, I was messing about and we had, you know, the other people like Roger Connell and Kieran Summers and Billy Edwards who come, who were good lads, you know, and we created a spirit, you know, and, and Wimbledon boys bought into it as well. You know, I mean, Dickie used to be coming with a, you know, tie on a jacket, a suit and everything else. And we're all turning up in fucking tracksuits and jeans. What are you doing, Dick? You silly cunt! You're playing football. You know? <laughs> oh, sorry, I shouldn't have used that. Word. It's all right. Yeah, Dick. What the fuck are you doing? You know, he, he, you know, he was he was in the toilet 
one day and I slung Carl Bullock over the top of the toilet. <laughs> Through what? <laughs> Carl Bullock, it's a, it's a cleaner, you know, like, <laughs> and, and Dick was going to use, so he's got hold of me and said, we're going to have a fight, come on, let's go in the, uh, the uh, boot room and have it out. I said, oh, shut up, you prick. I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 but then he turned into a nutter, Dick. Uh, after that, he become Bolt so into it. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we've every team I played for. You know, the spirit is there. You know, you got to have characters. You can't. You know, when you do that, it's a hard way to manage. They're going to speak up. They're going to do things. Mm. They're not going to just go along and agree with you. But I'd rather that than players play for me who walk out the door. He's a wanker, or yeah. you know, this, this, that, and the other. It was, it was very hard because you know I used to be when we was out or we went at the end of season two and all that there was a uh, you know there, there was Harry they just called me Harry and you know they'd take the piss or whatever it was and you know uh, various things I mean you know on one particular occasion we was in Spain and uh, we was there and we was you know I don't know we're talking at the edge of the pool and everything else and um, uh, we're doing and these these, these two birds and everything else, they were there. All of a sudden, I've gone in her chair. She's gone head first straight in the pool. <laughs> uh, and all of a sudden, I thought, shit, I'd better go in and get her out. <laughs> so I've dived, I've dived in there and I'm getting her and I can feel something tugging at me. And Wally's trying to get me swimming trunks off while I'm getting her out there <laughs> under the pool. <laughs> he succeeded. <laughs> he succeeded, so she's come out. Anyway, there's a bit of a kerfuffle on that. Uh, that. Anyway, like, I, uh, in, in the end, in the end, uh, I just got out and naked. And then, then all of a sudden, the managers come, I want you slung out of the hotel. Who's the manager? So I've gone to Jeff, my assistant, him. And so, so he's gone to Jeff, he's got to go. And Wally had to go as well. <laughs> He's got to go. Who's the manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you know, like, if obviously if that's how you were, like, you can't really reprimand your players if they take it a little bit no, too no, far that's with right. the crap. No, no, you've got to get characters, you know. Mm. I mean, there's a time, you know, and, and you, you, you have to go along with it. You, if you live on the edge a bit, you know, with it, it, it there's going to be times where, you know, it, people are going to criticise you or be what it was. But... You had that feeling for one another, you know. It was it was all to, together that we wanted to operate. <laughs> Would you ever just, sort of settle when the lads like just go and start a fight? What well, do you mean in the in the dressing room or in the tunnel? Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, we used to we used to, when I first took over and all that. Most of the way home, we used to have a bundle, didn't we? All fighting one another <laughs> in the, on the way home from Darlington or Shrewsbury or wherever it was in the coach. Ray Lewington come on on the, as. Uh, join us and uh, we, it was all beating Ray up because Dario was a favourite. Dario was ex-Chelsea and he was telling us how great Ray was and all this. And so Ray become the golden boy. Yeah, we ain't having that. Come on, lads. We, we, <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, it was part and parcel. It did, I mean, you know, when, when I was at Sheffield United, Bradshaw and, uh, and Ed, Ned Kelly had a bundle, you know, Ed, Ed had joined and Bradshaw, oh, now then, what are you on, uh, your Irish twat or something like that, you know. And, and you know, so it was all part of the bonding and everything else. <laughs> Um, I remember growing up, like new players that signed for Wimbledon always got it, didn't they? Was that yeah. just a part of the culture? Yeah. Oh yeah, new, yeah, yeah, yeah. A new signing yeah, yeah. came in. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, the, oh yeah. If you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't. We had a goalkeeper from uh, 
Link and he couldn't deal with it. Ian Holloway couldn't deal with it. He, he, you know, Ian thought we bullied. You know, and Ian's a great little lad, and he was there. And so you are, you either you you sort of sank or swam. You know, it was important. I mean, that was. It, I suppose people would call it bullying now, whatever it was, but it was all part and parcel. You know, no, they didn't. You know, you you didn't get hurt. They they weren't there, but it bred a thing where you know, if you made a mistake. They were on to you. You with me? I didn't sometimes have to bother. Mm. You know, Corky would be coming in and having a row with you because you ain't done your job as a set player or all that. You know, they were all into it uh, there and you you took it. Vinny in the first period, you know, was making mistakes. He was getting well coated, you know, uh, uh, well and truly. But he knew it was part of the, the upbringing to bring you together and that and makes them for what they've done, you know. They've all had, you know, decent careers. They've been, you know, they're... they're prepared to stand up and be counted. There was there's some embellished stories, don't worry about Wimbledon. I've <laughs> I've heard when one or two on podcasts and that and I'm thinking, yeah, you hold on, you got that wrong. You know what I mean, you know, um I can't imagine Vinnie Jones having a wet handshake. No, 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 Vinnie, no, no, no. I How did you find him? He well he, he uh, we we released him he came to us at 15 and we I said no he wasn't good enough you know with the youth and that and then he went back and he played he ended up playing for Alan Batsford that manager I told you had he played for Wildstone um and and he and Alan come back he said he's he's ready he's ready to come he said he's enthusiastic he's fit as a fiddle he's strong he's a good character down on it and you know, we we signed him. Watching so, watching some of his tackles, did you ever think, oh fucking Elvin, that's a bit that's a bit, that's a bit too. Oh Elvin. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, he was dozy, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, at times, wasn't he? Tawsy. I mean, what about when he, you know, when he was playing with Sheffield United, he's sent off in four seconds, just just went through Peter Reid. Soon as it went back, Vinny flattened him, you know. <laughs> And, you know, so I ain't too happy about that being dopey, do you know what I mean, as well? You know, you, he, that wasn't part of the character. That was being a complete idiot, you know, <laughs> and that. But it was, it was a side that that stood up for itself and that, you know, and believed in it. They believed in the end the way they were playing. It wasn't necessarily the way they wanted to play. Gagey, Wally, Odge would want to play a bit different. Winterburn was quite happy with the way he was. The rest of the boys were there and... But I mean, yeah, I look at it. That team, you know, we we eventually got up to the top league, and we that first season we got to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Uh, we knocked Everton out, who were the cup holders, um, and then we beat Portsmouth four 0 Alan Ball got fucked off there. He, they beat us in a, <laughs> they beat us in the league game, didn't they? And he was giving it plenty. So they yeah, said to him <laughs> after the game, "That's the final and the nth lesson, Bully. You've just been done fucking five 0 in the cup." <laughs> <laughs> was it like an us and them thing? Bob? Was it like an us and them mentality where you, you loved the fact that people were like, oh, fuck me, it's Wimbledon? Yeah, well, we knew in the end, we could tell, we could tell that teams didn't fancy it. They knew we were fit, we were fucking fit, you know. Could you beat some teams in the in the tunnel? Yeah, 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 characters. Yeah, and Wimbledon's plough lane was a good playing surface. It wasn't the most salubrious, but you think it's a, it's like Millwall. Nobody likes going to Millwall, you know, uh, and that. And uh, we just knew that the but the thing was we were strong. You know, we were strong. Yeah. We were big. We, we 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 you know, and they knew we was good at corners and things like that. And you know, they they, they didn't take any prisoners. You know. Uh, and we went for the ball. We made good runs as well. We never stood stood there. We, you know, you at least had a, a run of more than ten yards because you got to lose the player. 
where he, he, you know, if he's grabbing hold of your shirt or something and you're running away from him, yeah, then it's a problem. Yeah. You with me? Yeah, it was. Uh, the players bought into it and they believed in it. And the, in the end, it was like clockwork. I didn't have to say anything because they know, more or less in they police their own dressing room. Yeah. Because if you messed up, you were not told by not you didn't need to be told by me. But I mean that team that finished. Uh, six in the league as well. I mean, you know, right at the end, we won one nil Old Trafford. Wisey scored. I mean, well, you know, I signed Wisey the year before. He he was eighteen. You know, he made his debut against Sheffield United, and uh, had he been released from Southampton? Yeah, he, well, he wanted a release. He couldn't agree terms with Laurie McMenemy, and he, he Wisey, if he gets the hump with you, he go. That's it. And then we we managed to. He was trained at Crystal Palace, and I found out. And our scout went over and said, "Come, Harry. You know, Wally knew his dad, so he came. Good player, Wisey." And that, and he, he wisely scored the winner with ten men. We beat old, uh, Manchester United at Old Trafford one nil, and then we went to Ever Liverpool and beat them two one, and Everton won at Arsenal and they won the league on that one again with players who were good. I mean, out we had a twenty three man squad, and thirteen in that squad come through the youth team. Deji, the youth team. Brian Gale, the youth team. Andy Thorne, the youth team. Mark Morris, the youth team. Um, Wally Downs, the youth team. Glyn Hodges, the youth team. Uh, Fishington, the youth team. Yeah, we, we had 13. That's oh, there was, some, there, was some, yeah, because there was some boys like Simon, Tracy and Gannon who were, were through the youth team, but they didn't play that year, you know yeah. I mean? So we had an Andy Sayer came through the youth team. So we had 13 players out of 23 who had cost the club no money and that. Best and of you got four, and that, pro four promotions uh, with them players. Yeah. Well, there were seven of those players... Uh, like played in all the leagues, you know, the fourth division, third division, second division and the top, you know, seven players played in all all those leagues to get to the top and have games. That's mad, because now if one player makes that journey, it's like, and you've got well, seven of a kid at Luton, isn't there, yeah. who's done it? Yeah, I think they throw the way. Yeah, 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 you do, yeah. You, you, it's, it's unusual, but for, for us, you know, when you talk about that, that that team, that Sam sold that team that I got there for over 10 million quid. Back then. You yeah. did make him some money, didn't you? Yeah, well, Besson went for uh, 900 grand thought, to Newcastle. Thorny went for 900. Uh, Wisey went for 1.65 to Chelsea. Fash went to Aston Villa for 1.5. Uh, Gagey went to Aston Villa for 300 Hodge went to Newcastle for 300 They should have been more Vinny went to Leeds for 600 grand. And with it? that, are you are you in charge of wages, contracts? I was, yeah, sales, I did the whole lot Yeah, 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 yeah. Top oh, to yeah. bottom Yeah, not a lot, yeah Yeah, I did the lot I did all the wages, transfers I used to do the deals with the transfers and everything else Totally what a manager is A manager yeah. now doesn't do those things He yeah. can't, the times change But I did everything, you know When When it came to leaving, was that a reason for leaving because well, it was a wanted... because I couldn't agree with Sam. Sam, Sam, you know, all the fans are singing. There's only one day Bassett. Sam had felt he'd saved the club, yeah, and he should have been appreciated. Enough credit. No credit, um, and he was were being awkward with the contract, you know, and uh, that. So it was. It was, you know, again, we, we used to have a bit of friction. We were played West Ham in the FA Cup and we'd had a draw and there was a fiasco on the tickets and I sort of said more or less so-and-so and we were trained at Bishop Abbey and Alan Gillette, who was my assistant, come out and said, Sam's on the phone, he wants you. I said, tell him to fuck off, I'm training. And <laughs> Alan's going to fuck off. And he said, no, Sam wants to speak to you. 
He said, David, get in your car and come up to the club. I want to speak to you. I said, I'm training. I want to speak to you. I'm the other manager and this, that and the other. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, I've upset him. What's he going to do? Anyway, he's got a load of paper like you've got there. And he's gone, David, that's out of order. You're stepping up your things. He said, if you don't behave, he said, this is what your contract's worth to me. And tore it out and threw it in the box. <laughs> Just to let me know that he was in charge. <laughs> what, what was he saying that you were doing? Because I'd criticised the club for the, the, about the tickets for uh, the re, uh, for the replay or whatever it was, yeah. and um, just saying get back in your yeah, place. Yeah, he, he wanted. Yeah, you know, he, he felt he wasn't getting the credit, and so uh, in the end. But of course, you know, uh, I went to Watford, which was a mistake. But yeah. I didn't know what to go. It seemed the ideal move, but it wasn't the ideal move, really, because Graham Taylor was about to leave. He was a god. And love there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like Alec Ferguson retiring. And when and I got the John Barnes was sold to Liverpool, you know, Mark Falco was going to Glasgow Rangers, Kevin Richardson had sorted Arsenal out, Dave Barsley had sorted uh, um, QBR out. And I Were didn't, you know, not, you I didn't, didn't know, know that. Yeah, I didn't know. If I'd have known, I mean, if I'd have known, I should have had somebody mark my card, you know. But it seemed ideal where I lived not far from the club. Yeah. It seemed the next step move. I was being interviewed by Manchester City. They were still humming and ahhing, but they gave it to Mel Machin, you know. I mean, that, in fairness, I don't think I would have got that, you know, yeah. at times. Was it difficult watching, because obviously you left in 87 and then... They won the FA Wimbledon won the FA Cup in '88. Yeah, yeah. Watching your team. Yeah, well, they, that's right. They, no, it was it was great. I, I wanted them to win it. I was, you know, uh, I was at Wembley when they won it, and they did brilliant. You know, Vinny and Bess and him come round. They were all showing me the cup, and you know, and to be fair to Bobby Gould, he said it was Harry's team, but more yeah. or less. And that, yeah, I mean, I was that night. The next day, I was uh, with Sheffield United at Barnsley playing Bristol City to stay in the, the league. You know, it was win the third from. Bobby Bottom, played the other and we lost 1-0, you know, so it was relegation. But it was the mm. best thing that happened because the Sheffield United team were all old then. They'd, there was people who'd been on loan from, you know, Ken McNaught, Phil Thompson, you know, they were all old so I could and their contracts were up so I could get rid of them and start all over again yeah. and build a new side. Can you remember much about Vinny's half-time speech? The uh, pheasant, pheasant and the Phoenix? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of an exaggeration that. But it was, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was it was one of the funny things we were playing at Everton, and, and you know Everton were very direct, although they didn't say that. They were direct for about twenty twenty five minutes, and uh, then when it got down, they scored, got in front, they started to play a bit different than that. And anyway, we're one nil at half time. Uh, we're just before half time and we can see the goal and Vinny was meant to be marking Van der Nau, I think it was uh, there he was marking and all of a sudden he don't go with him or whatever it is and Sharpie uh, flicked it on and it was in you know we're 2-0 and I'm fucking twat because he's going <laughs> stupid prick you know and I thought I'll give it I won't go for him straight away you know one or two of the others were giving him some and, and everything else but it was uh, it was well funny we came in and uh, you, all, all, all of a sudden, uh, you know, I thought, got to start somewhere. And I said, well, our attitude ain't right. We ain't competing. We're there. And there was a sweet paper on the floor. And I've swung my left foot and my uh, flip, it was a slip on. It's gone flying out. And like, <laughs> if you can imagine, there's a, it's going towards the showers and the toilet and everything else. And Besson's sitting next to the door. And I'm thinking, it goes in. I thought, fucking hell, he can't even stop me shoe going through the door. <laughs> 
and he's my goalkeeper. <laughs> anyway, then we come back and that. Then it was the sort of like, uh, what's Vinny? What happened with Van den Hour? Uh, he said, "Well, Harry, I told him sharp he was fucking his missus." Oh, well, that's very good, Vinny. Uh, did he then? Pat said, "Oh, thanks very much, Vinny, for that. I, I'm going to do him at this corner." I said, "He didn't." He said, "Yeah, he fucking mugged me, didn't he?" <laughs> 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 did, could uh, you? Was it one of them with Vinny Jones where you could just give him some at half time, give him some at full time, and he'd just take it? Did he ever come back to you and and you had a tear up or? Not really, no, I never, no, no, he took it, he took it, he, you, 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 as long as you were right, you know, and didn't say anything stupid, you know. Could you push his buttons, you know, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, half yeah. time, yeah. no yeah. I'm to get well, yeah. him going. Vinny, 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 Vinny was always hyper and ready to go, so you were calming him down, you know, and, uh, uh, you know. I suppose the other way, you had to calm him down rather well, see, than... I can't imagine it, if you get him going too much, you're thinking this could be neck yeah. eye. <laughs> <laughs> as, opposed, as opposed to knee eye, this, this next yeah. time it could be neck eye. You know, I mean, it was when we played Arsenal Christmas and uh, we we lost 3-0 and uh, Steve Williams was there playing for the Arsenal, you know, the, the, the Tony Adams, all that mob, you know, great back four and Kenny Sampson, all, all that. And uh, Williams was giving it, you know, the planes ain't going over Ivory today because Wimbledon are playing here, you know, sort of comments like that. <laughs> we put the ball in a bucket of ice and give it a... <laughs> anyway, uh, we've lost 3-0, the referee's given a diabolical penalty but they score a great free kick and uh, anyway as we're coming off I'm Dave Williams is there I thought I said you you little prick I said you've got to come to play our lane because you're fucking going to get it you know what I mean and everything else and that you know yeah Vinny's gone yeah you're right the Welsh prick I said he ain't fucking Welsh I said you <laughs> t- anyway what's happened is we we get him uh, 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 you know got his Williams in his <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, 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 he, he, he went over his head anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, when we've come, he's uh, we've played and that, you know, and I've sort of given it. This Williams had plenty to say. We don't, you know, let him know we're about and this, that and the other and everything else. Yeah, there. Anyway, Vinny gets sent off, didn't he? And um, we're down to 10 men and Merce was making his debut and scored and everything else. And I've, he's, he's, and then we come and he said, oh, Harry, I'm sorry, I've let you down. My mum and dad are upstairs, I've let them down. You know, I've let the Turk team down. And I said, fucking right, you have, and everything else. I said, well, what, are you, what was you doing? He said, um, I said, what are you doing smacking Rixie? He said, was that Rixie? I thought it was Williams. <laughs> 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 Poor old Rixie took that. <laughs> so has he just laid him out? Uh, has he just laid him out? Yeah, he's given him a cup clump, and he, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the wrong identity. man. <laughs> the Welsh prick. Yeah. Is it right? That... It's good because Kenny Sampson tells me a great story. He said, you know, they're defending, and uh, he said, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm found on marking, marking Vinny. I'm thinking, fucking hell, this is a bit of a mismatch, and that. So he said, Vinny's got his hand round me. Back of me neck saying, fucking hell, you little dwarf, you're marking me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that whenever you left Wimbledon, whichever club you went to, that's the kind of changing room you wanted? Players and characters like yeah, the lads yeah, at yeah, Wimbledon? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, you know, I built a new team at Sheffield United, you know, built based on that. Because the good thing, as I said, the, the, the players that were there when I went, uh, they were a poor team. Uh, you know, I only had to keep a few of them. And uh, 
none of them really survived the, the, the trip, you know, all the way back because we came up straight away from the third division and then the second division and back in, you know. Chris Wilder State got made it. Chris was, he stayed through that there. There weren't many. It was a new team, Brian Dean and Agana. I went back to Watford for Agana and uh, Dean had been recommended to me by uh, uh, Kinnear and that was, uh, he was at Doncaster at the time. And then we had Dane Whitehouse and Mitch Wall were Sheffield boys in the youth team coming through. You know, I brought Beasley in, Brian Gale I brought in. So you he know. took a lot of that Wimbledon to the names. Yeah, he yeah took John, Gannon, John yeah. Gannon and Simon Tracy, the keeper. You know, we got them from Wimbledon. They were cheap, you know, so... Try and rebuild that mentality. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, we did, we had it. Yeah, it was different, different, but yeah. very similar. Oh, good bunch of lads, they were. How was Dino with that? Uh, mentality because he's he's completely opposite of a Millwall type uh, Wimbledon type player yeah he is yeah but he bought into it you know in a different way he was his own way to be fair Fash, Fash nobody messed with Fash at Wimbledon he, 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 he said look I don't mind being part of the gang but just leave me alone and he didn't get involved in any of the pranks <laughs> you with me you know um, I just watch from afar yeah, 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 yeah I just watch all the chaos yeah, that you know he, he didn't do it but he was he was part of it he was, if yeah. it was something where it kicked off on a Saturday or anything he was he was all right. You with me? But, Speak, um, speaking of the pranks, who uh, who stole Eric Dooley's wooden leg? Oh, well, no. That when it come, that was after we beat Wednesday. The, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not, they may have stole, but the one <laughs> that I'm thinking about, we beat Wednesday two 0 home. We were down the bottom, you know, and we beat them two 0 And Derek was loved it because it was Wednesday and he'd fallen out with Wednesday and everything. Else. And I remember Frenchie and uh, John Greaves, our physio, and that we're all carrying him. And he says, if anybody says I'm fucking legless, they're going to get it. <laughs> 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 And, uh, yeah. He was a character as well, Derek. You know, great, great fella. And that, you know, what happened uh, when you got sent off uh, against Udinese? Udinese, yeah, yeah. But that, that was that Anglo-Italian Cup, and that. Yeah. Well, well, I think Blakey got sent off first, and then uh, Charlie Artfield uh, got sent, and then Odge. And then what's happened is that the referees come over. I give him the wanker sign. <laughs> Um, then I was sent off, wasn't I? Uh, 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 um, and then the, the funniest part was that they got a free kick, weren't they? Well, he's gone with fuck now. The wall's already in the dressing room. <laughs> Things he can't even escape. That that's universal, isn't it? Yeah. No matter what country yeah. you're in, the wankers yeah, so, straight red. So so I put Wally in charge of that, and you know. Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was a, a, a sign we didn't really need it as a such, you know, <laughs> to go to those games. And he, he used it with the, you know, the younger ones and various things, you know. To... Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. To go there. Much crack on Billy Whitehurst. 
Oh, Bill, yeah, I didn't mind. I got on well with Bill, you know. I mean, you had to be careful how you treated Billy, you know. But he was, he was, you know, the thing was, Bill, you knew he sort of, you know, lived the close with the drink and all that. But he never, when he came into train, he trained. You never knew that he was either pissed or not, you know. And he got on with it and he, he'd fall out. He, he used to train. And if you didn't train properly, he used to, he used to you know, give him some, you know. Train as you play. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, and he was there. He was serious. I mean, one morning we had Paul Wood on the right wing. You know, Paul was quite skillful. But he had, he won these like Beagle. He wanted too many touches and everything else. And we're doing a crossing practice and a bit of phase tacking play. Anyway, Woody's gone to go to check to play it in. Bill's made a run and it, Woody's turned and gone out the other way. Then he's come back and then done another one. Bill's gone in again and Woody's not there. And then anyway, he's finished. He said to Woody, you do that fucking again, you're going to get a right-hander. Now, I don't mind going once and I don't mind going two, but don't take the piss, he said, because <laughs> I'm just ready to go to get on that cross. Anyway, Woody did it a couple of times, first of all. Then all of a sudden he did it, didn't he? And Bill's gone, that's it. And Woody's fucking legged it down the track. <laughs> Woody's gone and Bill's chasing him down uh, up the university. He's ch Bill's chasing him. <laughs> I said to Woody, what do you think? I was shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you no, know, he was good, Bill. He's uh, and that, you know. Ever bring his grounds in? Pump. Ever bring his ground in to treat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that French used to treat it with the ultrasound. <laughs> you know, uh, even switched on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see, I mean, you go that. I mean, you look back and you could sort of say that's the, uh, but that, that was the way you built things and you 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 got the lads going and they there you you know it's a way to, it's a difficult way to manage, but you've got to be out of control. They've got to know when you're playing and when you're not. You with me? And so yeah. um, you know when when you're off, you you you, you accept that there's you know they're, there's their characters. You know, Bill was a character. You know, I, I forgot when he one of his. He said, "Oh, I said, where are you going now?" But he said, oh, he, "The goalkeeper at Hull. I forget what his name was. Uh, uh, he, they were great mates." He said, "Oh, I'm meeting my mate. Uh, uh, we're going to go for a ploughman's. I didn't know the ploughman's was including ten points." But. <laughs> 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 We speak a lot about managers knowing how to deal with certain players. So, would you treat Vinnie Jones differently? You know, you're saying you could have it out with him. Would you treat him differently to Billy Whitehurst? When you said you need to know how to manage him, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Bill was okay. Uh, 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 you, uh, you know, he's, he, you, you, oh, you could dig him out. You know, uh, if you were right. I mean, you, you know, if you were talking bollocks, he, he, he wouldn't, you know, have it. But you know, you, you treated him. Yeah, I mean, all treated him. You know, the, uh, as if they if they were criticised, if they weren't doing what they were needed to do, really. You know, I think that was the trust that they... I think they knew I was honest with them, really, you know. Uh, I didn't try and bullshit them, really, yeah. at all. Um, you know, and I think, uh, you know, if I, I told them, you know, because the one that the good laughs was Chris Kamara. He'd been... He'd had a couple of shit games and... Um, and uh, I didn't pick him, and he said, uh, "Well, yeah, well, Harry, why well, you know, why well, have not you know picked me?" I said, "Well, you've been shit, haven't you, and everything else." He said, "Oh, yeah, this that." And I said, "Look, don't worry, you know, when we play Wimbledon, you'll be back in." So he's gone home happy, thinking we're playing Wimbledon the next week. It was about four weeks. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who told us a story about Billy. In the, um, was it Reza Ruddock was giving Brian Dean the run Yeah, yeah no, we said when, when we, it was, we played Spurs and uh, uh, they, it was rearranged. They were playing Arsenal in the FA Cup and they wanted a, uh, 
get, um, I think, if somebody out of suspension or anything like that at all, you know, and everything else. And um, I said uh, to Bill, I said, uh, your mate Razor, just, uh, you know, because Deansy was carrying a little bit of an injury. I said, have a word with Ruddock and sort of tell him that if Deansy gets injured, then you're coming on to put him in Sheffield Infirmary. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. And, yeah, so he's gone up and, um, and I told Ruddock, Ruddock's going, you think I was going to argue with Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see him switch, properly switch? Bill? Bill? Uh, in the tunnel or anything? I can't think where he completely lost. I don't remember him losing it, but, you know, you, you knew that they, he had respect, you know, uh, and done it, you know. You know, I remember when I was in the, in the fourth division when we were battled Hull uh, for the for the promotion and everything else, Colin Atwood, there was Marwood there, uh, Billy Whitehurst, McLaren and everything else. And all I said was to our team, don't wake Billy up. Don't upset him. Don't do anything stupid, you know, with him. Just challenge, get on with it. Don't get involved with him and everything else. Anyway, we're... We're drawing, you know, one all, I think it was. And then Stevie Galliers couldn't resist it because Galliers was fast and he was a bit like Kante, you know, like the, the Chelsea boy, very quick. And he's gone in and he's done, Bill, hasn't he? Now Bill's come in, but Beasley and Mark Morris came off after the game. You little twat. Uh, Beasley got a cut eye. Mark <laughs> got a cut eye. <laughs> Take it out on that. Yeah, all of a sudden, and I gave him you stupid. I said, You woke the barbarian up, didn't you? <laughs> Can you remember when you got up to Scotland late in your Lexus? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. What? Yeah, refresh me on that bees one. Bees has said all the team were up in Scotland and you've turned up on your new Lexus and then they've pinned you to the car, apparently. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was quite regular sort of thing. <laughs> uh, uh, and that, I didn't tell them I got a new car because I <laughs> Yeah, because Bees, I remember him coming in with a contract he was talking about, and he said, and I'm offering him 1500, you know, this, that, and the other. And he goes, I can't live on 1500. I said, so I shout out to my secretary, Eileen, Eileen, get Tony Pritchard at the star on. Beasley can't live on 1500 a week. All the other, everybody in Sheffield's earning more than 1500 quid a week. They'll be feeling really sorry. No, Harry, no, no, no. He said, ask him about when you let Charlie Atfield look after your fish. Oh, Christ, yeah, we got, we, yeah, home. Yeah, we we had a sort of a pond where my missus had koi carp and all this, that and the other, and um, we went on holiday and they needed to be things. So somehow, I don't know how it ended up, that Charlie said he'd look after them and come round and feed them. Yeah, well, that was a big mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> nearly killed all the carp, didn't it? <laughs> and my missus was going to kill me. <laughs> The other one was Charlie as well, again, in the, in the street. My missus is driving down Eccleshall Road and she's pulled up at the lights and this, that and the other, and all of a sudden Charlie's waving. He's opened the car and snatched her handbag out of the car. <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> Your players, it's ridiculous what the things they do. They're, they're not human, normal people. What, he's just done that for a laugh, like? Yeah, laugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But she wasn't expecting it. She frightened the life out of her. He said, Chris, you've got to keep your car locked, door locked. There's unscrupulous people about. I talked to ask about David Barnes. 
Yeah, great lad. He was a nutcase as well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were again in that Sheffield great team. Love nutcase. <laughs> yeah. He was a he, he was a good one. He was brilliant. He was you know good lad, Dave, and everything else. You know, and he was a character, and that you know. He had a, a, I never saw it, but he had this trick where he set light to a, a, a toilet roll and let it, you know, set, walked around and it crept up to his arse. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never, I never saw that one. <laughs> I, 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 I heard it on the. Uh, yeah. Not a skill, is it? Really? <laughs> yeah, he was there, Bradshaw, you know, again, you know, good Dane, you know, Mitch Ward, you know, Gailey could be frightening as well, Gailey, you know. Uh, I nearly got killed by him at Tottenham. We were winning and we lost two, uh, we drew 2-2 two, two and Gailey made, uh, Gailey made a mistake or something. He came in and, and all of a sudden I've had a bit of a go at him and he's spilt tea all over himself and he's gone for me and I fucked <laughs> off into the toilet pretty sharpish. <laughs> Because uh, I thought I'm going to get a right hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Talking about some of them characters and how you built the changing room, just going on to, to Forrest, because the, I mean, we've had a few of the lads on, haven't we, from that team, especially like Tank and, um, oh, yeah, Tank, and Andy Johnson. Andy Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, them two together. Oh, yeah, lunatics, they were, yeah. I mean, we, we celebration where we've got the celebration dinner for the things. Andy Johnson's on our table. He started eating his wine glass. My missus going, "Is he all right?" <laughs> <laughs> and she, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's a more impressive trick than the uh, <laughs> the toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you remember when you first signed uh, Tank Alan Rogers, and you were going on the plane? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah, yeah. He shouted out, "We're going down," didn't he? <laughs> oh, man, but no, he, actually, I wasn't on the plane. I wasn't. That was the, they were two split up. Sorry, there, there was the. Um, I think that was Frenchy was on that one with the plane, and uh, you know, and the old Liverpool scouts were, oh, we're going down. I've seen this spot before, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the old scouts, whatever. That was a terrible scouts, but you know, yeah, yeah, he, he, he was, you know. But did you think, oh, I've got another one, lads? I've got another lunatic. Yeah, he, he was, he, he, was, he, he should have done better. He, he should have done a little bit better. He did all right for me, Tank, you mm. know. But, you know, he was a character. He was, he was lively, you know. Uh, he stood up for himself and, uh, you know, he was all for it. And Andy was there. You know, we needed a bit of, you know, the forest side were all seemed well-behaved to me, you know. Sto like all, all, all good pros, you know, Stoney and, you know, and, and, you know, I think Pierre looked down on them too. You know, he couldn't quite work out what these two were doing playing football, <laughs> you know. Uh, Did you sign Pierre? Yeah. Well, no, I signed him for, for Forest, but I was director of football. Piercy was the manager then. Is that when you first come in? Because were you... Yeah, we saw... Yeah. manager, but then you took yeah, I was over. Yeah, I was director of football yeah. with the knowledge that I was going to take over in the summer because, you know, they sort of knew that Piercy would want to go and move on and play somewhere. So, yeah, we signed Van Oydonk from Celtic and Alan Rogers, I found him. Stevie Cottle marked me card about him, you know. Alan I'll Rogers. give you a warning. Said he was a good lad. Right. Yeah. He was a good player, good player, yeah. I mean, Van Oydonk was a good player, but... I he, guess he, looking back, he, just he was a good, fit, he was a good player in a good team. He won the good player in a poor team because he didn't like running about and he was self-centred, selfish. You know, he, he'd have got beaten up in the Wimbledon team, but he wouldn't have lasted five minutes, you know, with his attitude. You yeah. Know? And the way he wanted, if you want working with him, he wasn't interested in helping in anything else. He was brilliant at free kicks and penalties and that, you know, 
uh, but a very difficult. As I say, you know, he he was a luxury in a good team. He he, he was uh, uh, did other things, but when you're under the cosh all the time, like we were at Forest in the Premier League, and both times when he signed that year for PSC, he only scored one goal in about sixteen games. Yeah, and then. Uh, you know, he, 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 you know, he could score, but was, you've got to get the ball to him. Was he happy? Was was he a different person during that championship year? When no, he, no, he was always moaning, moaning, right. moaning, everything all the time. You know, always criticising. You know, the balls are too hard, the pitches are too hard, the pitches too yeah. soft. You know, it's, uh, you know, etc. He was uh, just wondered if during that championship year when he's scoring for fun, whether he's oh, like, he, he's he, happy he, then. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. bit easier. But, but a lot of people forget Kevin Campbell got twenty three goals. Pierre got thirty, but Pierre scored about six or seven penalties, and, and and in free play, Campbell got all his goals in free play. Whereas Kevin uh, Pierre got them on free kicks. He was good at free kicks, and and don't get me wrong, you know, um, bullet, but he, a difficult character. Mm. How did you go about that? Considering you've managed some of the most outrageous characters in the game, you must have been just desperate to say. On your bike. Well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. You know. I mean. You know. I made a mistake when he he, he went on strike and um, he came out and the press there came on and sort of said to me, you know, it'd gone a couple of weeks into the season, you know, uh, uh, Pierre's offering an olive branch. I said, you know, where he can stick that right up his arse. <laughs> And that wasn't. I shouldn't have done that. Really, uh, we should. You know, we, we 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 should have gone over to Holland and and got Pierre to come back pre-season and promise him we'd sell him in the next few games. Yeah. You know, but so we did, didn't. did he go out Anderlecht or somewhere? Well, he, he he they all thought when he come back we could sell him to Leeds, but then the uh, Ritzdale days were, were uh, numbered then, yeah. and uh, he, he ended up going back to Vitesse Arnhem yeah, at the it. end of the season for three and a half million, you know. So he, whereas we was he, we could have got seven million quid if he had come back that season. But you, it, you must have been fuming when um, Kevin Campbell got sold. Yeah, absolutely. It was done behind me back. Yeah, it was done behind me back. Did you just? How did you find out? Was it a well, phone I, well, call? I, I, well, I spoke to Irving Scholar after I was weak. I, I, I'd got him and Scott Gemmell to sign contracts, and uh, I, I chung, phoned into the club a week later and found out that Kevin hadn't signed and was going to Tra Trappensburg. Was it? Yeah, uh, went to Turkey. Yeah. Yeah, and of course Kevin found out he could get cash. What we were paying him, he could get that without tax. So it was appealed to him. Um, but then he, Kevin told me after, he went in three times to sign his contract and the secretary said, oh, it's not quite ready, we've got to get this and that and the other. And that was it. And that was the problem. Irving Scholar wanted to keep Campbell, uh, sorry, Van Oydunk, and didn't want to keep Campbell. Campbell. So it was like interference from which I was never used to. It's because uh, craziness, isn't it? Because you've lost your leading goal scorer, or second leading goal scorer, and that's caused yeah, your, yeah. your top well, we, scorer to We started the season. And we got no Van Oydel on the Kevin Campbell, yeah. would we? You know, and we've got, got a lot of goals short, aren't you, to start the season? Yeah, not much, you know. We started quite well, but then it was always going to be a struggle because uh, we, we 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 didn't have the money. They wanted to sell. Colin Cooper wanted to go back to Middlesbrough. I made a mistake. Uh, I listened to Ray Wilkins. He told me that, the, you, know, the, you know, we should have done Quasi we signed and Kev, he wasn't up to it, Quasi, you hear me? Mm -hmm. And I booked Ships, who had done brilliant for me at Palace but had an absolute nightmare at Forest and Dougie Friedman. Both done brilliant for me. I mean, we, we were leading 2-0 in three separate games at half-time 
And Dougie, in every game of those three, had a golden one-on-one to score and didn't score any, and we drew all those three games 2-2. So we, we all of a sudden done ourselves out. We got three points instead of nine points and that. And amazing. And D- D- Dougie's a good finisher. You know, I'd seen him score goals much better than those, but he didn't. Ships just had a mare. He did brilliant for me at Barnsley, yeah. you know, uh, but j- just didn't work at Forest. They promised me when, you know, if we got up, there'd be about 10 million to spend. It don't sound much, but it was in, when was it, 1990 or whatever it was, that was going to be where the reality was they needed to raise two and a half million quid because the share price hadn't gone well. They had one of these when football was on aim, they were going. So, you know, so we've lost all of a sudden there and Colin Campbell, you know, our sort of captain at the back, you know, sort of thing. So, it, it, you know, it was one of those. But... Uh, were the players that you had to deal with different, a lot differently? Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't try and get in the me- mentality of like that. I mean, I got a tank, I brought them into a bit of yeah. a, and Jeff Thomas, they were good lads. You know, they got on. And but some of them bit. players seem more like players that you need to put an arm round rather than give them a rocket. Yeah, well, no, Jeff Thomas is all right. You know, Tank was all right. And I'd passed that stage there where I, because it's hard work doing what that. What I did at Wimbledon Crystal Palace is real hard work. Yeah. You know, you're managing on the tightrope and that, you know, and you're working at it all the time and that, you know, and, and the game was changing a bit more, you know. No, Forest was a different club. I was gutted, you know, to, you know, I, I, I suffered because of Van Oydonk, really, yeah. you know. Um, what did he want? Did he want... Just want to leave, or well, he, 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 I mean, he wanted what I wanted. He said our team weren't going to be good enough, and all right, I agreed with him, you know. But for him to go on strike, you know, he's out completely out of order. How um, did the other lads react when he came back? Uh, well, a few of the forum lads were okay, but you know, uh, Crosley, you know, Bessant, uh, Jeff Thomas, uh, you know, Stoney, uh, you know, Woney, they were well, they weren't really having him. Yeah. You with me? You know, I think I heard a story about Crosley going into in the restaurant and Pierre was in there and he's had a right go at him. Yeah, um, I think you know it would have been hard for a forum player to to play in my Wimbledon or Sheffield United side <laughs> because uh, they, they, they have different culture and yeah. they would have found it very hard. I'm not saying they couldn't, you know, but uh, perhaps been... some Scandinavians could have done them, perhaps a, yeah. a few Germans, but it was, uh, you know, uh, it wasn't their idea of, you know, how they wanted to play. Because the, the way we played when, uh, you know, where we were strong and we went man for man, bit like Brighton do now. We went man for man, you know. You were, I mean, you did help out on that, all that, you know. I mean, when we played Forest, and you know, well, that first season we were in up. We, we I mean, they're talking about teams getting relegated now, and, and Sheffield United have only got one point from five games. We had four after 17 games, we had four points. So we went into December and we were bottom of the league of four, and we beat Forest. 3-2, and we ended up fi- finishing 13th in the league. Yeah. We had a great run in the, the end of February, March, and into April. We won seven out of eight games. How did you How did you change? Just kept around? the spirit going, kept the spirit. I mean, when we, we, we scored at Aston Villa, we, it was about the first goal in nine hours, and all the fans had come on the pitch, and they're all jiving, the players are jiving, and all that sort of thing. We <laughs> nine <still> hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, as I say, we stayed up. And that we always did well. We we had the one where we Frenchie decided after we'd had two years of you know having to do it from Christmas onwards. We decided to have a Christmas party at the lane in August. And we, 
and we, we, we all got dressed up in Christmas outfits, Christmas jumpers. Because <laughs> you'd uh, always been uh, shit up to Christmas. That's right, yeah, shit up to Christmas. So we decided that we've got to hypnotise the players, players and everything, that, it, you know, if Christmas is out of the way, we've got to start playing. And it worked for one game and then we went back to normal. <laughs> But it was all dressed up Father Christmas. It was baking hot as well. We got all the curtains <laughs> done. in that beard. And that, yeah, so we had we had characters who joined in, you know, yeah. and or, or in with it. You know, Somebody I mean, asked about um, bringing a ballet coach in at uh, Barnsley. Ballet dancer, coach? No, I don't remember that one. Yeah. I'm not against it, but I don't. I don't remember Leicester? that unless Leicester was it. No, I didn't have a ballet. We had we we, we had a psychology guy came in at uh, Sheffield United. There, there. You know, he come with us a couple of times and things like that. We had uh, Jocelyn, uh, the Olympic sprinter. Uh, Jocelyn Hoyt Smith, wasn't it? She was a Sheffield girl. She was a good girl, and you know, and she did. And she had a banter with the players. They're all there, you know. She was doing stretches and uh, stuff with them, you know, and some movements and things. So we was always there, you know. I mean, we once, you know, we had our own sports psychologist all back in those days. You know, we used to cut our videos up and show them the opposition, you know, and uh, make our own videos. You know, we, well, we had it at Wimbledon. You know, mm -hmm. we had videos in 19, about 84. So it would have been quite ahead of the time. Yeah, it was, yeah, way above our time, you know. We were always looked on as if we didn't know what we were doing, but we knew. <laughs> we're, like, we're, we're a bit like the Wimbledon podcast, really, aren't we? Well, I mean, I mean, in actual fact, you know, the guy uh, who did all my video cutting up at Wimbledon was a, a new Don Howe. Don Howe come down to see what we were doing, and he was coach at the Arsenal. And that, you know, right. we were cutting up videos of AC Milan, the way they played, and, you know, all little things and, you know, videos of our own game and everything else. Did you enjoy your time at Barnsley? Yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Barnsley coming. I was looking to get back in. I mean, I'd, I mean, as it happened, that day that I'd signed for uh, Barnsley, I agreed. Sheffield United knocked on my house that night, wanted me to go there, go oh, back yeah. to Sheffield United. But I said, no, I've shaken hands with John Dennis. You know, I've, I've done that now. I can't pull out now, you know. Yeah. And that, what I should have done was when I had the chance to go to Blackburn in the November and I turned it down to stay at Barnsley, I should have gone to Blackburn. I made a mistake then. When was that? Who just left Blackburn then? What are you? Brian Kidd. All oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah Kitty. And Sooness got it later. I should have made a mistake. The money was a lot more than Barnsley as well. My missus has never forgiven me for not doing that. <laughs> How'd you look back at your time at Leicester? You know, when I went there and, you know, the the, the team, you know, there'd been some crap recruitment. Emil Heskey had been signed, uh, sorry, sold. And, uh, you know, they'd brought in Akinbae, who, you know, a good lad, worked hard, but didn't have it, you know, really. And Benjamin, the same. They'd spent about eight million on them two, you with me. And, um, uh, and the side was there. Peter, you know, Peter Taylor, who I like a lot, but his recruitment during that period was, you know, wasn't very good. You know, there was some, you know, a lot. Of, Shite. There was, yeah, there was some players there and it was always, and we, they were bottom sort of thing. It was a good club, Leicester. I enjoyed it. Then, you know, I stepped aside to let Mickey. They, they, wanted, they, they, they wanted a young manager, really, you know. Harry Redknapp had recommended me for the job and I got it. And they liked the idea of me bringing Mickey. But uh, the idea was Mickey would do it a year or so later, but Mickey got a little bit out of order and started moaning and uh, they, they wanted Mickey to be manager. 
So I stepped aside at the end of the season. He got him promoted the following season, but got relegated the, the following season. Was that difficult personally to move to step aside and still I was, be part I was, of the club? I was, I was upset because we, I could have got promotion with Mick. We'd have both got it yeah. the following season, which was there Portsmouth and us. And then it would have been right for Mick if Mick had been there. He could have had a little. We could have had a long time at Leicester, I think, if yeah. we'd, have, we'd have got it right. Uh, I went to director of football, you know, and. and I mean, Mick left Leicester and he didn't have to. The board wasn't after him. They were mid-table, but he got upset because he, he put Dave Connolly on as a sub and then pulled him off right near the end and the fans were saying, you don't know what you're doing. And, it, you know, Mick, uh, wasn't, skin wasn't as thick as you thought it was. Right, yeah. And, and he cleared off early, really. What's that director of football role, actually, then? What do they actually do? Well, you, 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 yeah, there's all sorts of things you can do. You know, you, 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 you be, I think the director of football is part of the board. He's there to help them with the manager and all, and advise them on the football side. So the manager wants to buy this player for that. You're there to say, well, I think we can get him cheaper, or we, we, I don't think, you know, you, you can make points. You don't go against the manager, but you, you, you are working for the club what you think is right, and you advise the board, and they can make the decision themselves on what you. You say mm. and what what the manager wants and that and again to be making sure that we are producing your youth youth players and everything else you're like a sporting director yeah they call it director of football you know but that they don't really nobody a lot of the board members never know what the director of football stands for and there's a lot of people you know slag it off like Harry Redknapp does you hear me yeah. although he was director <laughs> of football at Portsmouth and got <laughs> fucking Rixie the sack <laughs> 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 and took over himself. <laughs> did so. you ever? Did you ever have to personally work with a director of football? Or no, you've no, no. you've always just done the role yourself. No, well, I was experienced. You come through. I knew what there. I I, I didn't need a director of football yeah. particularly. I oh, was that at Southampton that under Woodward, Woodnap, Redknapp. Dennis Wise, you, oh. think you were with Dennis Wise, weren't yeah, you? yeah. Well, he wasn't director of football. He was, he was, you know, brought in. Uh, I mean, Harry just used to ignore him, basically. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. I that mean, must have been a bit awkward. Yeah. Well, Woodward, you know, I didn't get on with Woodward. I could see through him. You know, me and him clashed. You know, a few times. And that when I become caretaker manager, I called a meeting and told him he had to come to the meeting. But he went away to Rupert Lowe, the chairman, and, and I said, no, and Rupert's rung me, no, no, you can't bring Clive in, you know, he, you know, he's elite this and that, you know. Um, what happened is, you know, I was convinced if, if, if Harry hadn't gone back to Portsmouth and we'd stayed there till the end of the season, Rupert would have sacked us two and he'd have given Clive the job. It didn't end well. No, no, no. He, he he had Rupert's ear and Rupert thought, you know, ex-public schoolboy, you know, this was the uh, the way forward and everything else. And Clive really didn't understand football, you yeah. know. Mm. You know, I'm not saying... So he's he was never going to work really well coming from a... No, you know, from it, it become apparent, you know, even with the rugby, the rugby players didn't take any notice. Clive is a facilitator. He goes around and makes, finds the best physio, the best masseur, the best doctors, you know, which is good. You know, he, he and he facilitates that, that rather than being, you know, the in tactics charge. and all that. Yeah. Who's your best ever signing, in your opinion? Well, I've had a few, and I believe bloody, you know, Vinny at Wimbledon for ten grand, wasn't it? You know, Winterburn, Dennis Wise, uh, Deep Brian Dean. You know, thirty grand went for three million. Um, you know, the best strike partnership. 
Oh, I don't know. Never thought about that. I mean, they've all been good players. Kevin Campbell, I liked. You know, good player, Kevin. I like Kevin. I like Dino. Was a great fella. Tony Agana for a couple of years was electric. Um, for us, didn't quite last the timing. You know, Corky was a great player as well. You know, underrated. You know, Corky wasn't silky, but he could score goals. He was yeah. bright. You know, he scored loads of goals for Wimbledon. Who's the most difficult player you've had to manage? Van Hoydon. Yeah. Just because you couldn't compl- you couldn't make him happy, and that you know, I mean, he came in after one game, and Bobby Outen, who was my assistant, you know, and he he, he criticised us and says, "You you lot ain't very good at Mick Kelly at coaching." He said, "You need to go over to Holland and learn how to coach." Well, Bobby had been Malmo in the European final against Forest. You with me? Yeah. And that, and Bobby had managed China and all this. He went fucking apoplectic, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Who's been your favourite owner to work with? Uh, well, Sam was fun, but he, you know, he, he shit on me. He's, he, you know, paid me absolute peanuts. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, he was on the, there. He let me. Well, he trusted me. I ran the club. Yeah. I, I made him, made him Left millions. Yeah. He's lucky. Uh, Nodesy when I worked for him there with Ron was all right. People thought, but Ron wouldn't pay me the dough. You know, again, he wouldn't pay me. So, you know, I nearly went to Manchester City, but ended up at Forest. You know. Irving Scholar I liked, but he, he was, you know, too poked his nose and wanted too much in there. And he interfered, which, you you know, I could never forgive yeah. him for and that. But Elton. Uh, who? Elton. Elton, lovely bloke, but, you know, John, you know, he was a nice bloke. He was too interested in looking at birds' tits and that. Elton John. Elton John, yeah, Elton was great. He treated me well. He tits. I mean, he, tre- he, tre- he treated me well, you know. I mean, he, you know, I tell the story where I come home from the cup final and um, <laughs> it was Everton and Liverpool and, you know, I've drawn up. My missus opened the door. I said, oh, that's funny, I've got front door key. She said, you ain't going to believe who's here. And I said, what do you mean I ain't going to believe who's here? Who's here? No, I couldn't see any flash car or anything like that at all. She said, you ain't going to believe it. Then all of a sudden, Elton come leaping out of my lounge. You know, he had a fucking funny hat on and, a, you know, the gear and that. And I went, fucking hell, <laughs> Elton John. I said to the missus, ain't you told him we ain't got a piano? <laughs> <laughs> At least you know he'd not been upstairs, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he was good. He, 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 he wanted me as manager, he saw me, but I, and he talked me and he, he insisted he wanted to know the next day he wanted, because he was going with a team to China on Tuesday, on Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, and he wanted to do it and I got talked into it really. And, you know, when you've got somebody like that, I wasn't ready to deal with Elton, you with me? And, and well, did he know anything about football or? Oh yeah, he's not stupid. I mean, he looked after me, uh, you know, they paid me my contract, he paid for, he bought the car, it was Graham Taylor's Jag, and he bought it from the club to give to me, you know. And he then paid for me, my missus and two kids to have fortnight in California, Disneyland's and all them, you know, for uh, you know, for our holiday. You know, so he was a brilliant fella, really, you know. He, he, he was just distraught, you know. Uh, and that you know, okay. uh, he he bought a, uh, he give my missus a, one of his fur coats that he dropped. Uh, you know, got it. no, no, I sold sold it. Don't, 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 <laughs> no, I only just sold it a year or so ago. It didn't as, go for as much. Elton John's not just on carbon. Yeah, he's, he's got to to Chris. Sorry about them other bastards who gave you an hard time, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one the one story I'll tell you, which is a bit embellished, but uh, is uh, is when uh, he he. he 
sack me, you know. Uh, it was Christmas and I knew uh, the, 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 it was looming and um, Ron Nose rang me just before Christmas and said, look, Reg Brearley's, I've recommended you to Reg Brearley at Sheffield United. His manager, Billy McKeown's gone. I've told him, he's rung me up to ask who I'd put as manager. And uh, he said, so I suggest you go and talk to him because you're going to get the sack. It ain't if, it's just when now. <laughs> you know, thanks, Ron. You know, don't, don't, don't beat about the bush. And, and Reg rung me over the Christmas period and said, look, we're not going to do anything till the new year. And I said, well, you know, it's looming anyway. So we, we've uh, it got that the Christmas and I've left a few of the favourites out and I've given people like Timmy Sherwood there debut and you know when things don't go right for you we're we're winning at Portsmouth they get a spawny goal to make it the the 2-2 two, two. Tottenham the same they get a fucking offside goal and it's 2-2 two, two. you know so we just didn't win the games and then we're playing Manchester United um on uh, New Year's Eve and that and Tony Agana has rang riot we lost 1-0 how we lost 1-0 I do not know in the end, they were playing five at the back. Viv Anderson was chasing Tony around and we lost 1-0. You need to think, oh, bleed now. Anyway, I, I, I get home and the phone goes, it's Elton. Harry, it's Elton. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, I'm round John Reed's house. John Reed didn't live too far from where I lived in a big house. Yeah, there was a fucking, well, he had a little chef in the halfway up his fucking drive. Which was <laughs> ours. Uh, 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 took that long. Uh, anyway, he's jumping off. I said, I mean, mother in law and father in law were there. So I said, This is it, you know, for dinner. I've got to go, you know. So I've gone round there. Derek, his driver's driven up with everything else. And he's coming. Anyway, we, we got, we're talking and he said, Hey, the boys were brilliant. Have a glass of champagne, Harry. You know, the things are hard and this, that, and the other. And, and that. so uh, I thought, I think fucking hell how's he going to do this anyway we went into a, 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 a lounge it was magnificent you know it was like cream you know couches and uh, you know it was it was lovely all, all round and there was cushions everywhere anyway so we're sitting down he said Harry you see that cushion beside you I said yeah he said we're going to have a game with that I said oh are we he said yeah it's like a dice he goes, come on, Harry, one to five, you get a sack. I said, no, odds ain't very good, are they? <laughs> he said, no. I said, but what are you going to do if I get a six? He said, it's obvious, Harry, you have another fucking throw. <laughs> uh, so, that, that, uh, so we got pissed and I went home at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Sucked. Yeah, 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 sacked, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing, I bought this boy Trevor, uh, Trevor Sinclair from Reddit and who scored goals for fun, scored goals for fun. Couldn't score a fucking goal for me at Watford. They asked me to take the team against Hull on the Saturday and it would be after the game in the FA Cup. Anyway, we're one all and it's pissing with rain and everything else. Last minute of the game, Trevor goes round the goalie Slips it in towards the goal, turns away to the crowd. Then we realised the fucking ball was stuck in a puddle on the fucking line. <laughs> it ain't got here. And I thought, well, I'll be fucked. I couldn't even win that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Trevor, they didn't fancy him at Watford. They sent him to, to um, uh, Middlesbrough where uh, um, Bruce Rilt was manager. <laughs> we went up to Middlesbrough 
they beat us 6 0. We beat against Sheffield United, and he scored four. <laughs> I said, You wanker. <laughs> I said, Couldn't score a goal for me, and then you'd destroy me. <laughs> so there we are, boys. Oh, oh brilliant. Thank Thanks you very much. much. Really enjoyed that. Thank you. New look, John Parkin. Crisp. This has changed your life. I think I'm going to go for the all oversized. Do I look slimmer in it? You do. Yeah, yeah. The oversized box shoulder. This is this is unbelievable. The new you, John. I Just like it. Sp- the white don't really match my teeth. <laughs> do, do they do an off yellow? Can't have it all. <laughs> nice. Should we just add Greg Halford on, haven't we? Yes. It? Kindly. Very kind. Us three of his finest. To, uh, new range. Looking good. Thank Who's going to used to be fighting over the medium? Oh, Matty's claimed it. Me, medium's too big for me. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we always get into weight, don't we? We always get into weight. It's so much weight and clothes. If you're wondering... Fucking hell. I did that a few times in the episode. If you're wondering where we are, Just, we are... You can probably read it in the background. The, the valley. We've, <laughs> we're in the valleys. We've managed to... Um, What's the word? Blag? I'd say blag's up there. Uh, hustle. hustle. O- overstayers welcome. Yeah. By absolutely. A good 35 hours. So we recorded with Sasha Relich yesterday and he pulled a favour mm-hmm. and said, Don't worry, lads. I've got, uh, I've, I've spoken to the sporting director, commercial director at uh, Charlton. We can, get in, we can get in a box for an hour. Yeah. Was the. Oh, Sasha will record so... for a couple of hours. Oh, well, it'll be all right then. We can extend by an hour. That was yesterday at 10 a.m. We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what? Half, half one, two o'clock? Uh, it's, it's two quarter two. So it's, we came in at 10 o'clock Tuesday morning and we're still here at quarter two Wednesday afternoon. We infiltrated the catering department, didn't yep. we? Because the head of, I don't know what, operations, we, we'll yeah. say, he was livid that we were still here at four o'clock yesterday. Well, we went down and asked if we, nicely if we could use the room again today. And he's like, you said you were only going to be an hour. You've had yeah. 17 beers. Yeah. You've emptied the snack basket. <laughs> and it's not our responsibility, them executive loungers. But that's where I saw the opportunity. Mm. Loophole. Because he kind of like disarmed himself and just said, oh, let them sort it. But she kind, she was... She was lovely. She was unbelievable. So when I spoke to her, she just said, yeah. No problem. <laughs> just a simple... Yeah. I'll get in there in the morning, clean it up. And we're like, no, don't bother about cleaning. She went, no, I'll, I'll go and clean up. Um, just leave the keys behind reception. And it's yours for as long as you want that. So... <laughs> nice to be nice. Name your name, but Charlton Athletic Catering Company. Yeah. It's absolutely Thank you very on. much. So, I'd, like I said, we've got it in the car. I don't know how we do it because if you if you book in a room in London for recording, three four hundred quid yeah. in it, and we've rocked up at a former Premier League ground like we own the job. Yeah, we've got the chef running <laughs> the length of the stand to get eight bottles of water. Yes, two seconds, sir. We just strolled in like Ocean's Eleven, didn't we? <laughs> but yeah, incredible. Yeah, so we're very helpful. We dropped on so again. Thank you, Charlton. Yeah, very much appreciated. Not, know much about it. Dave Bassett. Dave Bassett, yeah. Great memory. Unbelievable memory. Unbelievable memory. That's what age? Nearly 80, is he? 
I love it when you ask questions that none of us know <laughs> the answer to. And you probably know that we don't know the answer. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly 80-ish, eight, eight, I would say. Between 75 and 80. Unbelievable memory. Legend of the game, by the way. Yeah. yeah there's, nobody, there's nobody who's been in football for the last 50 years who will not know Harry Bassett. Yeah. Or a spittle in this episode. But <laughs> good not all the same. Yeah. So we were in the heart of Canary Wharf last night, weren't we? Yeah. Last two nights, in fact. Yeah. Do you know what? Usually we were like, we go Premier Inns, don't we? Holiday Inns. Like, budget but comfy. Mm -hmm. Comfy. Run of the mill. Yeah. But for some reason, they were they were extortionate prices in the centre of London. So we went for a change in the Britannia International. I don't know if anybody's stayed in the Britannia International before. Weird. Weird gaff, <laughs> wasn't it? We got the, what time did we get there, Matty? The 11? Chin. 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, cute. And it was like a zoo. In the in the flipping thingy <laughs> for you, wasn't it? It was like it were like it were like Disney World, wasn't it? If people just walking all different people directions, just lying down on the couch. If anybody's looking to write a sitcom, <laughs> then I recommend spending a couple of hours in a Britannia International foyer. So many characters. I think I've put my head on the block, and I think I saw five ladies of the night just doing laps of the the room. Really, I mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing. Yeah, I might be wrong. No, we had to book a. I had to book my own room because he wanted out. He had all five in there. The day, <laughs> there was a there was a stern Russian guy walking through with it, and his missus looked angry, and she had big plump lips. We saw. So we said in the two nights, we saw that exact couple in exactly the same position in exactly the same clothes at probably exactly the same time <laughs> the night after. It was like flipping the Truman Show. The, uh, the angry Indian with no shoes on. He lost credibility, though, because he was arguing about summer and they were trying to, because the queue was that long, they were trying to move him to the side of the hotel. Yeah. To, and he was like, no, I'm staying here. And he went straight to the front, didn't he? Five seconds later, he's bottled it and gone back to his room. Yeah, I went praying for him to stub his toe. You know what Because he had no shoes on. He was that angry, he forgot to put his shoes on. <laughs> he just came down shouting at the, the, the people behind the we counter. We got a room with a view, though, didn't we? Oh, it was weird that. Yeah. Even just like so the only rooms available, no windows. But they make up for not having a window by putting you a seafront, a sea view mural, all on one wall. There was the option for a window, but it was twenty pound extra. Oh, yeah. 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 True. So what we did is we so put. Why would you get a? Why would you get a window? <laughs> exactly. Don't want to see out. Couple of boats sailing past. <laughs> Even saw a shark out of our window. Do you have a shark on your house? Nah. It's a fit. I think somebody must have just drawn that on. Yeah, but now put the wave wave music on him. It was always gonna sleep at side yeah. of the beach, wasn't it? Small bed though. Oh. Two very very. I would say. I'm a mama five. Small single. This table is wider. Can't oh, turn over. Fuck me, I. Definitely. I don't know how you got all five in. <laughs> oh, thanks everybody for uh, um, subscribing. That we, we we put a plea out, didn't we, for some extra subscribers? We're only five hundred off, aren't yeah. we? Only five hundred off the hundred thousand now, and we said we'd give a shirt away. Have we? Have we got a winner, Matthew? Matt is doing the draw as we speak. Simon Short. Simon Short. Congratulations, Simon. Well done, Shorty. I wonder who he supports. So, uh, if you get in touch on Twitter or um, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. What if they Facebook. haven't got any of that? Comment. Oh, comment. Yeah, but. Yeah. We need to get in touch, don't we? Direct. Yeah, but he could, I'm sure he could tell us. Don't have to give everybody his email address. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll just give you Brownie's number. 
So yeah, drop us a message on on Twitter or Instagram, and I I think we go again. Yeah, Yeah. hundred thousand. Although another one, we've had a bit of an increase in subscribers, but twenty percent has it's dropped again. I I think you're making this up. What makes you say that? Because it keeps going down (laughs) (laughs) by by ten. Which is convenient. No, it was 26 last time. Was it? All oh, right, I'll let you off then. Only 20% subscribed. Yeah, if you've not subscribed, subscribe. What happens when we get to 100? <laughs> we party? I think we get Chinese. a big trophy, like. Do we? Yeah. Who gets the we trophy? Do we have to fight party, over yeah. it? It'll look nice on my bedside table. Do we get, do we get one each? Who, I don't who, know. You set the channel up. You're going to yes. get it, you bastard. Ka-ching. Be there on my mantelpiece. Oh, we could do, like, you know, when you get... Um, Man at match, and you have to bring it back every week when you're a kid. Oh, when you're young folk? Yeah. Sure. You're seeing that week month on month off. I don't know who the sponsor was, but somebody sponsored a game that Connor Salmon was involved in, and he got man of the match. And the prize was a pizza. And he stood holding a 12 inch pizza, and he looks absolutely fuming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to get the picture because it's. But he just stood there. And why'd I go on to that? I don't know. The good old days have gone now with champagne, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, man of the matches, man. Yeah. We've had bikes. They have. Um, they just have a little trophy now, don't they? Mm. I've got, I've got some of them. Powerade. Remember the Powerade, Powerade one? I've got. Have you ever got the Powerade Player of the Month? No, no. I knew that. Player of the Month. <laughs> I knew the answer. Yeah. What did you get for that? The Powerade. A big P. A big plastic P. Sure, I did. I've got. I've definitely got a Player of the Month. A Powerade Player of the Month or somewhere along mm-hmm. them lines. I'd like to see evidence of this. Cause I think that could be a lie. I can fucking guarantee you. Next episode, yeah, got, yeah. get a picture. You've got form for lies. Eh? They don't call you Johnny Liar for nothing. <laughs> Honest John. <laughs> <laughs> Always had a career known as Honest John. <laughs> we went to Andrew Lonigan's party and he got greeted as Johnny Liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else has been happening? Nothing. Quiet times, yeah, Chris. Had a nice holiday. Keeping our head down. Oh, it was your holiday, yeah. yeah. By the way, the pool weren't a problem. Was it not? No. We went. We got there, we went to a pool first day, then second day we went to the beach. The beach was absolutely beautiful. Waves were probably a bit too high for kids to be in, but they enjoyed you it. Put them in anywhere. Put them in anywhere. Aye, kick them in. Kick them in. Get, get in there and risk your lives. Jump in them waves. Well, there were actually lifeguards on, on, the, beach. on the beach. Yeah, so that's how it, it were a bit, could get a bit lively. We went to the beach every day. What's your um, bathing schedule? Because I'll tell you mine before. I go 30 on my front, 30 on my back, pool, and then repeat. No. You know, pool to cool down. No, I'm not. Uh, I, ain't got, I ain't got such a. I just, I'm not. A, I just lie I down. Two tone? What? You're going to be white on your back? Think no, just to ev- like Did even. Got me holidays. <laughs> no, I you want to even tan, no? No, I'm not. Uh, no. I don't put any moisturizer on at all. Neither after sun or after sun. No. Cream. Fuck that. Do you put sun cream on though? Oh yeah, but I'm on about like you know to keep your tan and that. No. Well, you're guaranteed as soon as you get on the plane, start flipping peeling. Mm. We had a, a bet between us, didn't we, with the weight? I don't even think we need to explain. But you've been on holiday. You've been on holiday. And I haven't been on holiday, so I've lost the most weight. Yours was right. yours was heavy. I know Scotland, it was. But every day here. was every day was. Uh... Oh God! It's your cheeks every time. <laughs> but like a little chipmunk coming in this morning. Any other business? Anything What's else? your bathing technique? 
Do you have one? I don't think Matt is a bear there. I, I think, think you're he's too much energy. I don't think many people do have this rotisserie. Set the time on your phone half an hour, then you know. Oh, have a Solero, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> now and Solero! <laughs> Right. So thank you next everyone week. for, yeah, for watching, listening. listening. We'll see you next week. Keep your eye out. Adios. For these belters. And subscribe.